Good afternoon, everyone. How are you? We are so happy to have you today on the Lunch with Lachlan show. Do we have a topic today for you? And before I bring on Lachlan, we are going to just share with you about small business and you know what we can do to, to support small business. And Lachlan has just several great ideas on this. His campaign is moving along well. He is really connecting with the communities around us. And he is a, a presidential candidate that really stands for each and every person, not just in the United States, but globally, making a difference and choosing to make that difference and seeing where things happen and the actual differences they can make themselves partnering up with each and every other person in their communities and beyond. So without further ado, we are bringing on Mr. Lachlan Hartz. Hi. Lachlan, good afternoon. How are you? Uh, good afternoon, Gail. I'm uh, I'm just great. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. This is, a ve- this is an absolutely wonderful show that I really can't wait to, you know, discuss with you your thoughts on and your ideas about, you know, what is really happening yeah. with small business. And we had the opportunity to watch a great video that you had on the LachlanForPresident.com website that shared yeah. about small business. And we'd just love to, before we really get into the show itself, we'd love to find out from you, Lachlan, you know, how it was, you know, with your experience, you know, speaking with these two gentlemen and learning more about the state of small business in our neighborhoods, even opulent neighborhoods like the Village and Downtown Village, Brooklyn, all these areas. Can you share with us what your experience was as a person as well as being a candidate? Okay, good. Uh, well, thank thank you for that. That's a, uh, a uh, big question, isn't it? Um, well, you know, I mean, I... Uh, you know, I'm I'm an individual. You know, obviously living here in New York City. I, you know, my home is in uh, Brooklyn, and uh, but I, uh, so I, you know, I've had a small business in the past. I've been a small business owner. I've run a small business. I'm, you know, I do most of the business that I do. Um, I would say is with small businesses. You know, small businesses defined as a business with less than a hundred employees. And uh, and especially in New York, you know, New York has more small businesses. Here's a here's a question for you. Get like a pop quiz. Guess how many small businesses there are in New York City? A million. Well, <laughs> no, but uh, five hundred twenty thousand. Wow, wow! Which, and, I, and I just said that off the top of top of my head. <laughs> No, I just thought it was staggering, the number. And, uh, you know, the 520,000 people, uh, you know, have there are 520,000 small business owners in the city of New York. Then there are the however many millions of people there would be that are working for those people. Then there's however many more millions of people there are, the people that are actually you know, uh, using those businesses and availing themselves of the services and products of those businesses and the vendors that supply those businesses. It's just, you know, in fact, uh, nationally 98% of the businesses in this country are small businesses. So, wow. Uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it, that's, that, that's it, right? So you can really say, or I think we can say that the, that the health and vitality, you know, so goes the health and vitality of the small business, so goes the health and vitality of all of us. 
And, I have uh, to agree. You know, just hearing you, Lachlan, is just so interesting. You know, my question to you is, if this is the case, it sounds like if I, you know, we we rely on this small business. You're, you're having me think about when I go to my local bagel shop in the morning and, you know, if he would close, I would be really upset. Or if he expands, I know this sounds crazy, I'd be really upset too because we just love the, the, the way he is and being able yes. to connect one-on-one with him. So, I, yeah, this is yes. great. So yes. please go on. Yeah, and and, uh, and I, you know, just in my, uh, you know, being in New York and living in New York and doing business in New York and, you know, purchasing in New York and all of that, you know, I, I've gotten to know a lot of small business people. And so you just hear the stories and there isn't, you know, there isn't a week goes by that somebody that I run into does not tell me about something that was, that's been closing or that has closed. And, uh, wow. you know, I, I was just in the, you know, one of my favorite bookstores in New York is St. Mark's bookshop. And that's, you know, um, down in St. Mark's, obviously, uh, right. I think it's on third, you know, and they were closing, you know, because, uh, you know, Cooper union was dr- drastically raising their rent and, you know, and obviously, I mean, you know, for the, uh, other side, the landlord side, you know, they probably could get somebody in there that could, that could generate a lot more income or revenue than what St. Mark's bookstore was doing. But to lose St. Mark's bookshop would have just been incredibly, it would have been a huge loss for the community and a huge loss in terms of what happens in that bookshop way beyond dollars and cents and way beyond commerce. And, you know, and they were lucky. They were a high profile, you know, uh, potential closing. So Michael Moore came in and did, you know, uh, talk there and the Occupy people did work there and unsupported them and they got the city council. And so eventually, you know, Cooper Union did back off and say, okay, fine, we're going to not jack up the rent drastically and, and actually let it exist. And But a lot of other places don't have that kind of uh, backing or support. And so it just, you know, as a matter of rents drastically increasing, uh, they're out of business and you don't wow. have, you know, and you just, you, you lose something. You just lose something when, uh, you know, a small record store goes out of business and, you know, what goes up is uh, Dwayne Reed. And I mean, nothing wrong with Dwayne Reed and, you know, we need big businesses <laughs> as well. You know, we, obviously there's a, there's a, there's a space for, for everything, but there's, you know, one of the stands of the campaign is that we're connected Wow. And, you know, connected in several ways. One is, you know, so, you know, you and I are connected as human beings. And, you know, we're connected on the whoever's listening to the radio show or the podcast. You know, we're connected just fundamentally as human beings. And then there's the other connection that we're connected as Americans, which is a distinct connection. And then there's a connection that we have with our government or not connection. And one of the things that... I found just kind of once I got into this whole thing with small business and making the video and talking to small business owners and just asking them, okay, what's it like to do business in New York City? How hard is it? What's different now between, you know, 10 years from now? And what kind of support do you get and what kind of support don't you get? And, you know, really getting into the world of what it is to run a small business in New York, uh, you know, you really do the, what the, what, what's universally expressed is that people are feeling less and less of a sense of connection. And uh, you know, Lachlan, that's, a- that's so true. This is just so true, Lachlan. And just 
what you're saying, you know, if I might, if I might say this, you know, what you're saying about speaking to how small business is operating and when we don't support them, you know, they they lose also the motivation. You know, there's a person behind yes. that small business, you know, and they yes. lose motivation. Yes. And, you know, when you, they're, they're most, most of the small business owners that you talk to, they're not getting rich. You know, you know, obviously they have to, you know, have a profit margin and, you know, all the kind of things that you need to do to smartly, you know, intelligently run a business so that you are in business. But the thing that you find there is that there's such a passion for what they're doing and not only a passion for what they're doing in terms of the product or the service, but a passion that they have with the people that they're connected with in their in doing of their business. And, yes. you know, I, I'm all for technology and the Internet and, you know, great, great, great. And, and I know that a lot of it, you know, Facebook, things like that, social media was introduced as a way of getting more connected. But in, in a very real way, I'm also suggesting that there's a way that it's become much more isolationist, that I sit there at my laptop and everything is at my fingertips, and everything gets delivered, and it all comes in nice boxes from Amazon, but unless I happen to be there when the delivery guy shows up, I don't see anybody. Exactly. And, you know, one of the, and, and with that said, we have a caller here. So, Rockland, shall we bring our caller on? Well, let's bring, bring him or her right on. Okay. So, hello there. You are on with Lachlan Arts and Gail Davis. Would you introduce yourself and what city and state you're from? Hello? Well, it seems we have uh, lost our call with Lachlan. <laughs> I, I, to, the, to the people that are out there, uh, please don't be afraid once you come on the radio. I know that some of you said last week that you just froze when you realized that we had actually called on you. So don't feel embarrassed. Lachlan is here right. to support and to, and to talk with you. There is nothing yes. absolutely at all to be afraid of. So if you're no. there, call, please feel free to say hello. Hello? Are you there? I hear you there. Hello? Well, hi. Hi, hi how are you? Would you let us know your, your name and the city and state you're, you're calling from? Uh, this is Jane, and I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, great. And how are you? How are you? Very good, thank you. You know, today we're talking about the state of small business. And we'd I love know. And you... I... Pardon? No, we would love for you to share with Lachlan your thoughts about that. Well, I, I just was very resonating with what you were saying because I um, have my own very small business. Yes. And, and, um, I am a dating and relationship coach, and um, I have just uh, developed a, a workshop. Well, it's actually called a Love Shop for Women, which we oh. just did a pilot program with, with my partner. And it was just phenomenal. In fact, w what we're going to try and do, because we wanted to do it in person, like, you know, Lachlan, you're talking about connecting, with people connecting yes. together, and yes. versus doing as a teleseminar, which a lot of people yes. do with thousands of people that nobody sure. connects with anyone. We wanted yeah. to be a very small, intimate group. And actually, we tried to kind of divvy it up, like we're going to do some in person and some on the phone. And we oh. got so connected during those first 
few weeks of being together that once we went to the phone, the women hated it. Well, there was five women in our, our love shop, and they just, and we didn't like it either. It was just, wow, we can't do wow. this. And then we just brought, we all came together. Now, the thing with this, and it was extraordinary, the connection and the bonding that went on between these women was just extraordinary, Lachlan. But the thing is, the problem with this is we don't know how to make this a a business model that's really going to kind of pay the rent because, you know, because we want to keep the groups eight or under because that's the way people... You can't do these big 100, 200 groups. And we want to do in person, which, you know, good real estate, getting a space is in New York that doesn't cost anything is as rare as hen's teeth, you know. It's, it's, yes. So that's what we're struggling with right now. Oh, wow. And, you know, and obviously you don't want to say, okay, good. Well, the easy solution would be just charge, you know, $50,000 a person, right? Because <laughs> well, I, I would imagine that would I would imagine that would somewhat limit your demographics. So uh, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, Jane, well, Jane and Lachlan, my question to you is: you know, Jane, as someone who is starting a small business, looking for a space to set up your small business, and Lachlan, yes. for you, who you know who are supporting the small business, what do you both yes. think is missing? What do you both, Jane, think is needed, like in your community, or, Jane, the community that you want to have work together? And what do you think is missing in, in the community? And how can we begin to take steps to forward this action to solve this issue? All right. Well, one, one just, just, you know, just um, something I I would offer up. And, again, it's just, you know, I we are – we are, uh, you know, our intent in this campaign really is to get on the New York ballot in November, and we're going to start collecting signatures for that uh, July 10th. Um, and so I have a particular uh, affiliation, commitment, uh, place in my heart, you know, for New York. And one of the things that I have uh, kind of been knocking around a bit is, you know, some because there are a lot of people in in kind of in a similar position that you're in. Uh, it's Jane, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. So in your position, so so what you've got is something, and then what? But you have something that you need called a space, for example. Right. So, what if there was some way to set up some sort of a citywide network of barter? Mm. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Kind of distinct from the kind of straight hierarchical model of commerce that we kind of mostly traffic in, which is, you know, I advertise and say, okay, this is how much money it's going to cost, and then you call me and maybe we negotiate a bit or whatever. But but to have some sort of a, and again, this would involve technology, but to have some sort of a database or or uh, you know, and people that know technology much better than me could, you know, answer this a lot better than I could, but. You could actually go on and plug in what it is that you have, what it is that you might, you know, mm, offer I love up, that. right? Yeah. And then Stop and then trace down through who's offering spaces because I talk, you know, mm. again, there's people that are looking for dance companies that are just getting started, or you know, looking for performance and rehearsal space, um, mm. artists that are looking for for space. But but you, when you when you get into the conversation with them. They do, even if they don't, if, even if it kind of isn't obvious to them, 
they do have things to offer that could be kind of done on a barter basis. So, um, I mean, that's just my first thought. kind of one of the things that we've been kicking around. And so, um, but I think we've got to get, we have to get outside of the current models Mm. and get a lot more creative because the point is, is that you have something that you're passionate about that absolutely makes it, but absolutely makes an impact in the quality of life. Right. That's totally consistent with the principles that the country was founded on. And so it yep. all comes right around full circle that, you know, we have, we all do well when you do well. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I, and I love the idea of bartering uh, because, um, and I did that in my, actually, uh, uh, my past life when I used to work for Paramount Pictures and I used to get a lot of, um, movie passes and um, you know I used to barter with them for clothes or anything I needed for people that it was great it was wonderful wow. you know or wow. maybe that was illegal I shouldn't say <laughs> <laughs> but you know, people no. really wanted to go to the <laughs> Oh, well, they can't buy me now because I don't work there anymore. But anyway. Um, exactly. But I love bartering. I think it's so wonderful when you have something that someone else wants and they have yes. something you want, and you just come together and it's no exchange of money. But That's it's right. just That's right. wonderful exchange of services. Yes. You both, I just yes. love that, Lachlan. I mean, because, God, if you get you off know, the ground, it would be, yes, go because, ahead. Yeah, because, because you, you know, you and I, we, you know, we all both know that there are spaces sitting out there vacant from time to time. Yes. And you're, yes. Not, looking yeah. for some, you're not looking for something seven days a week. Yes. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you got to this point with this radio show, small businesses would come on and people would speak what they want and then people would raise their hand and go, oh, I have that and I can give this or whatever. Perfect, perfect, perfect. We could do what we could do, uh, you know, we could do uh, two hours a week, do the barter hour or something. I mean, you know, who knows what we could do, but there's definitely, definitely something could be done. Absolutely. Yeah, that's (laughs) One of the things, you know, the next question I would have to you and Jane, you know, Jane, this is great of what you're sharing, you know. And what we have to remember also is that, you know, like what you and Jane are speaking about, Lachlan, is perfect. Now, the next level of that, which is the next level deep, which is what we're talking about, connection, Lachlan, and what your campaign is standing for about the context is you. How do we support small business, Jane, and Lachlan? This is really great. How do we support them? Now, we've got the barter down to support them in the foundation of the, the building of the business, okay? But yes, even in, yes. the, account, even in the, the bartering, Jane, and Lachlan, and the building of the business, we also need yes. the monetary monies and resources to come in for the business to grow and to support the community yes. at hand and to support Jane. And whoever is, whatever is supporting Jane is also supporting the people that she can employ and other people That's that right. she can hire. <clears throat> so one so, right. of some of the thoughts, that we have about how Jane, as an example, because though we are talking on this segment about the building of business, this is all weaved yeah. into the fabric of your campaign about the context right. is you, Jane. So, Jane, yeah. you know, I would love to hear from you, yourself, mm-hmm. with Lachlan, what do you think can be done as a small business owner? What do you think is missing that people who are listening to you right now as a small business owner with Lachlan what are ways you think that they could build income based off what you and uh, Lachlan have just shared about bartering? 
how do you think they can also build their monetary resources if you had that in place, Jane? Well, I think what a lot of people are doing now in small businesses is what do they call that when you cross-plug each other? When, you know, it makes sense when you are, you know, cross-plugging another type of business. Not exactly like yours, but you Like cross-pollination. Yes, cross-pollination. <clears throat> I, that's yes. really, what do they call that adventure? Do they call that? Um, cross-promotion. Cross-promotion. Yeah, but they also call it a partner, some kind of partner. Mm. Oh. Joint partner, joint partner or something, joint venture partner. Okay. I think something like that. Okay. But I think that's really um, really a wonderful thing to do for um, similar businesses. To um, So you can then, like say if I've got a list of um, 500 people, then I, I actually join up with someone else who's um, maybe a coach, but a different kind of coach, maybe in... Um, I don't know, career coaching, and and we put our lists together, and I think that's what a lot of coaches do now. They share, they put right. their lists together. So I join with them. Then we're putting our, our word out to a 1,000 people. I've got 500 right. more people. They've got 500 more people, and that's how, you know. And also, it you know, what's so great also, um, Lachlan, is what you're saying about context. What to me right now is very, um, very I don't know, I'm just so frustrated about what's going on with these super PACs, all this all this big business and big money, and like the yes. context seems to be in this country is just the almighty dollar right now. And it's yes. just really, it's so all-consuming and so, I, I, you know, I mean, to shift that context to something else other than yes. that. Yes. I, I'm just so nauseated by it. I mean, in fact, when I first came to this country, um, I mean, this was 30-odd years ago, and I thought to myself, one day I'm going to write a book, and it's going to have the front cover's going to say greed in big gold letters on a green, yep. a dark green, cause it, and underneath was going to write, the subtext was going to, a subtitle was going to be, What's Going to Kill America? And that's, to me, that's what's really killing this country is there's so many, there's a few greedy people out there that are just ruining it for everybody else. Yes. I'm very, like, I get so upset about this. I I hear you. Yes. Anyway. And I, so just, and I, I, went I, off, want, I went I, off topic a little. But no, 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 because you didn't go off at all. I mean, you just kind of, you, you, it's a, it's a very, very small step from small business to, you know, <clears throat> nas- national greed, okay? Yes. So, but it's, um, I do want to say in, in light of your comment, right, about the greed aspect is that we're really keeping the campaign, uh, grounded in the principles that founded the country, okay? Yes, we rather, are. Ra- rather than the good or the bad people. Okay. okay? All right, you're right. That's and, good. That's and, good. And, and, that, and, you know, and that I'm doing, you know, work with uh, uh, someone right now kind of in, in the whole business of economics, and I am by no means an expert in economics, but economics is a major, 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 major Maybe the number one issue in you know in the country right now, certainly in any president in the presidential campaign, and what uh, you know what the way we're working is that 
everything that has happened or kind of that has led to the current condition that the country is now in economically, which you could absolutely assign to greed, <clears throat> no problem, completely valid uh, premise, right? Mm. What, <clears throat> what, how we're working it is, is that at some moment in time, and there was a, an individual there doing it, one of the principles um, on which the financial structure of the, comp- the country was based and built got violated. Mm. So that rather than dealing with it from an individual's greed, and I'm not taken away from that there aren't individuals that are greedy that have done much damage, but we're working it more from the, from the matter of that it's, there was a violation of one of the principles in how the system was designed initially. <clears throat> mm. So if I was elected, I would absolutely hold those people to account so that the so that the population at large like you that is so resigned and so my god it's just so big and you know it's just the almighty buck and you know I'm just here as a small business trying to make it and it's you know I'm barely eking out a living so that the people of the country could see okay those people that do violate the principles on which the country was founded <clears throat> and the systems in which we operate were founded those people are being held accountable for what they did, and we are getting back to being true to those principles. Mm. Well, okay. I, I think that, you know, that, that brings us to the next, uh, next level of what we're really saying here is that government was set up to be of service to the people. Absolutely, absolutely. And so for so the, James, the, bank, the, banking, the banking industry was set up to be of service, and at some point in time, that what happened in this country was, and you could probably take it as the world on the whole, but I'm just dealing with this country right now, way big enough for me, <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that the, way we, the way we started, the way we made money used to be by providing services and products. That's how we made money. Right. And that at some I... point it shifted from providing products and services to manipulating the financials. Mm. Yeah. So, so the people so people on Wall Street that are making all the money are producing nothing. Right. They provide wow. nothing. nothing. Right. All they do is recycle financials. They right. recycle mortgages. They recycle debt. Right. They launder things. They don't produce anything. Mm-hmm. Or provide so, stuff other than that making says, people what, money. Yeah. Exactly. And with with that said, uh, Lachlan and Jane, when we look at two specific areas, and and they might sound like two areas that are not in connection with each other, but actually they are. So Jane and Lachlan is having a small, you know, uh, Lachlan, you're running for president as well as you are a business owner. And Jane, for yourself, who has a small business, you know, technology was set up to assist the small business owner as well as big business either way. And to have people to be in connection with each other for long distances, country to country, state to state. And with that sure. said, technology has now in some ways replaced human interface, you know, replaced people uh, connecting with one another. Jane, in your business, it's very important that people connect one-on-one with each other, okay? And then once that connection is created, they can still create connection online. 
But what I have often said is that, and many people have said, technology was set up to be online, to take it offline so that people can connect with one another. I would love for you to talk about that, Jane, and as a small business owner from your side, how you use technology, and, and do you agree with that, that technology is set up to support but not replace? Right. I, no, I like what you just said, support, not replace, and I think that that in some ways, um, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I, I suppose... Going, it, it's so wonderful to know that you can actually go global and actually, you know, go on a, a conference call where there's people from all over the world on the call. Um, yes. And but I think in 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 what we've and I, I see this with around people in dating and online dating, is that, you know. <laughs> People, you know, they get on the subway, they walk down the road, they're in the office, they're whatever, and they're kind of blind to everything and everybody around them, and they've got their iPod in their ears, and they're looking at their BlackBerry or whatever, and then they get home and sit online to look for a date. I mean, you know, it's like... That's just perfect. I love the way you laid that whole thing out. I just love that. And they say, and then they say because there's I have to do this because there's no one out there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They, they haven't even lifted their head up. They haven't even looked around. You know. Yes. Yes. So that's that's the first thing I actually uh, coach women on is you know put your BlackBerry and your iPhone away for a week when you're right. walking around and hold your head up. And one woman said to me, she said, boy, she said, I've never seen so many cute men in my life. She said, I said, no, because wow. you weren't looking so before. <laughs> but, but you know, I think it's, it's a balance. And I think that in some ways we've got sucked in to, there was a great article in the New York Times, which was just phenomenal about how we, it was written by a woman, um, hold on, I'll tell you exactly what it was, because I just, it was just so perfect for what it was. Um, oh, I don't have it available right here. Right now, I don't think near me. But but um, it was like how we have just totally, um, you know, we think we're connected and we're communicating, but we're really not. I mean, a texting, I, I mean, and... And tweeting, I'm like, oh no! I mean, maybe because I'm older, I don't know. I just can't, I can't resonate right. with it. I, I just don't feel connected. It, and even Facebook, yeah. I don't really feel connected. But I think yeah. that, uh, you know, the younger generation and other people, I, I, oh, and this is the other thing too. I think that we've become very risk adverse. Yeah. So. So we can sit behind our computers. It's like there's so many coaches out there that say they think if they sit behind their computer, they'll get business. So they don't go out and talk to people. They don't go out there and network. They become more and more smaller. Their world becomes more and more smaller, and they wonder why their business doesn't grow. Because yeah. it's not enough just to send out, have a website and send out emails and do tele. Uh, you know, tell seminars. It's not. I don't think it's enough. And they, you know, so um, yeah. So uh, did I answer your question, Gal? I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit. Did I really? No, no, you're, you're not. You're actually not rambling at all. Oh, okay. I think, <laughs> I think the important. I think the important thing is you just hit on something. It, you know, you you were speaking in reference to your business, but it actually references. I would say across the board for all small business. We are so busy in our computers that we don't look up to the table to right. across from us. So this 
this brings us right into the next question for you and Lachlan. And Lachlan, really, you and Jane, I would like for both of you to really hone in on this next question because it's really the epitome of what small business is in each neighborhood, which makes us up not only in this country but globally. So there is Starbucks, and we know that everyone as an entrepreneur goes to Starbucks, has their cup of coffee, and their laptop there, all right? right. But in right. Starbucks, everyone is caught up in their laptops. Whereas in the neighborhoods, you have this small coffee shop that was set up for people to sit down and have coffee and connect with each other. So Lachlan and Jane, when you're sitting down in your neighborhood and you are, you know, on your laptop, you're doing your email, and you're having your favorite cup of coffee from your favorite person in the neighborhood or the neighborhood you go to, whatever that may be, how is it when you're sitting there? Do you guys connect with people? Do you notice people connecting with each other? Because that's what entrepreneurs do who don't have offices. They connect with each other. Or do you see them just sitting, looking in their computer, expecting to connect through that way? Lachlan and Jane, could you speak to that, please? Well, I mean, I, I, I think it depends on the person. Um, and I know that, that I do uh, do a lot of my work in cafes. I like working in coffee shops and, um, uh, you know, either that have the Wi-Fi or that have one close enough that I can <laughs> get in on. <clears throat> um but I but I like to I like to do it in a way that I'm not just immersed in the laptop and that there's you know because you're in a community of people you know it's why it's it's so much it's you know I don't care how how you know you have a gajillion inch plasma TV it's not the same as going and sitting in the theater you know you don't you don't get that kind of human connection and uh, so I think you know I'm gonna kind of take your take your question, Gail, and, and twist it a little, okay, but intentionally twist it. So if you think, my goodness, he's twisting my question, I, yes, in fact, I am. Um, <laughs> is that I, you know, is that I really recommend, you know, they have kind of that don't frisk, uh, you know, no frisk uh, deal here now in New York in terms of the, uh, you know, to really kind of combat what's happening with the uh, uh, police searches and seizures and, and you know we've got a whole do a whole show about that, right? But that's not what this is. But to do a same kind of campaign called no click, you know, the the next time you're ready to buy something online, or the next time you're ready to do something in your apartment that you could, you know, do out with other people, please leave your apartment, go out, you know, go to the store, say hello to the cashier. I want to tell you, man, it's as simple things like that, you know, not Pollyanna. But you buy something at the store and you have a quick conversation with that cashier, something happens that doesn't happen online, and it's critical to where we are. Right. It's really important. It's really right. important. And, and I, I believe, and I, I think I'm just totally with you there. Um, oh, I just found the article, uh, and it was written by a woman. It, it's called The Flight from Conversation. Uh, we think mm. that our sips of online connection add up to a gulp. They don't. And she's written a book called, uh, she's a, a psychologist and professor at MIT and the author mm. the most recently of Alone Together, Why We Expect More from Technology and Less from Each Other. Oh, mm. love that. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I agree with you, um, um, uh, Lachlan. And I think... They they actually now say that we're one of the most depressed societies. 
yes. so much depression yes. in this society because fundamentally we're social animals. Yes. And when you start, you know, you, you, that starts, you start kind of, because people, like I went, said before, people I think are risk adverse. So they yes. feel like they're dating when they're online looking at pictures right. or they feel like they're doing something around dating. But it really right. takes the risk out of them. I always remember right. Werner saying, you know, you can't take the risk out of life. There's just no way. Right. We've become also risk averse. And we think that we are connecting because we feel safe. We're holed up in our houses behind our computers and whatever. And it does. It takes away the risk of actually connecting with someone and maybe getting rejected or or them not like, or whatever that is. And it's yes. just, we've got to break that pattern somehow. It's just really yes. not serving this us. Is very, this is very true. And Jane, you know, I agree with you, and and so, when do you ever find yourself in your neighborhood either connecting with a small business or you know going to a coffee shop? And, oh you know, yes, I do it on. all the time. I love it. Oh my and god, you, I love it. Person, and do you talk to the person next to you? Oh yes. Oh my god, I go in and in my local stores and have the most amazing conversations with people. Yeah. about life, about, you know, a lot yeah. of times people, well, but they'll strike up because they want to talk to someone and you're a stranger and you're, they're more likely to tell you something yeah. than they can anyone. It's, this is amazing. Yeah. I, I just See, have one to, of the things, you know, they talk about, sorry to interrupt, but they, yeah, no, you know, they talk about the diversity of New York and that New York really is distinct unto itself, which it is, right? It is. And I am firmly convinced that, that one of the fundamental, uh, I won't say causes of that, but but kind of uh, elements in the mix of that is the trains. Yes. <laughs> I love, when I am not in New York, I miss the trains. I love the trains. My goodness, I go down, I ride the L train because that's by my place, and so I pretty much get to get anywhere I, I take the L train. I love the L train. But it doesn't happen to be that train, but my goodness, you get on, and you are, you got everybody. You know, a lot of cities in this country, as I've traveled a lot, I've lived a lot of places, a lot of cities in this country, you live with the people that you live with in the community that's kind of like you. You get into your car, you drive to a workplace that basically has other people that are pretty much like you, then you get back in your car, then you go to dinner again to pretty much, and that's what you do. When in New York, you get on the train and you are with everybody. I love that. I love it. You, you see, uh, you look at the, you see um, uh, an Indian person with a turban on. You see a Muslim. You see an African American. Yes. You see a Chinese. Yes, person. you see, the, see like, a girl with the, pur- the purple hair and the tattooed yes. face. And I mean, it's like it's wonderful. Yes. And the I thing, mean, and the thing oh. that's the thing that's so illuminating, and you and you get this by discovering it. You don't get this by reading about it. Is that you turn to the person next to you, whatever that is. And you have the conversation with them. Maybe it's when you offer them the seat or whatever, and you have this two-minute conversation with them between stops. And regardless of what they look like or their heritage or their background or their economic status or the neighborhood that they live in or any of that, that you get so you get, you get connected, that you get how much like them that you are and how much like you, know, you that they are. And it's, it's, there's nothing like it. It changes your day. It changes your outlook. It changes the way you go into the, wherever you're off to next. It, it's just it's liberating. It's freeing. 
Yes. And you do not yes. get you do not get that from looking at text or graphics. Right. Well, and, and that's and one of the things I want to speak to that is you know, see you know, and that's the whole point of how this all comes together. Whether you're sitting on the train, and that's another good point, Lachlan, that you've brought up. You can be sitting on the train talking to someone. Not to say we want to talk to every stranger we meet because, you know, there might be someone, you know. But the whole thing is talking to anyone is so amazing because you may sit there and Lachlan, you and Jane could be sitting on the train reading a book. And then as you're reading a book, someone is sitting next to you and says, oh, what book that is. And this is the next point that I want to come to, bringing back this all to full circle um, as we will be um, going off air soon, is that, Lachlan and Jane. Lachlan, uh, Jane, you spoke about speaking to people in your neighborhood and it makes you alive and feel so great. And Lachlan, you talked about St. Martin's Press earlier, you know, yes. how the bookstore needs to stay open the in the school. And, exactly. And the yes, reason St. Mark, why this is so yeah. Exactly, St. Mark's Press and Cooper Union, is that yeah. students need to connect with the books to see the array of books around them and to be in light of life. <laughs> To want to see the title. And Jane, you're in your neighborhood speaking. Imagine if you're both on the train. And Jane, you're reading a book about how to create your business further. And Lachlan, right. you're just reading a book about, you know, whatever your, uh, maybe something of interest, fiction. And you're both sitting right. and someone strikes up a conversation by saying, oh, what book is that? But now if you have an right. iPad in your hand, some people will ask you what you're reading, but they might not say, well, okay, well, what is that on your device? Yeah, they're not going to pull the plug out of your ear and say, what are you listening to? Exactly. That's why it's so important. Jane, thank you. Please go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I don't know what I was going to say, but I, I just think that there's, there's – is, you know, Lachlan, I know what you're doing, and I think that you're so... Uh, I was watching one of those videos that you did the other yeah. day um, yeah. <gasps> with the guy who has that great store um, yes. who's got all the tattoos, and I can't remember, Hollywood yes. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, the and, uh, uh, trash and vaudeville over in St. Mark's. Right, right. And, and yep, you know, yep. you, you look at him and you go, oh, my God, I'd have, you know, why would I have that? But the, the words that came out of his mouth were just so yes. lovely and so profound yes. about what he is dear to his heart and just a wonderful yes. human being. And yes. and I think that, you know, I, I don't know, Lachlan. I mean, I, I think that, you know, we've got to start this crusade in New York where we start getting people connected again. I don't know. Right. Maybe that's perfect, what, perfect. Maybe, maybe that's what the Wall Street, um, you know, I think that's what got people stirred up. It probably just wasn't about the 1% or whatever, but it was about that feeling of community. I mean, you went down, I went down to the park. Yeah, I'm sure you were down there too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the feeling of just doing something together and just from the grassroots and just the connection down there there and just human beings helping each other out and just trying to make something happen was just so wonderful. Yeah. So, Jane, with that, Jane, with that said, with what you heard on Lachlan's video, that gentleman, and what he shared about his business, is there one point that you could take from that that you think would support you in your business? Oh, God, I don't even remember that. No, I was just struck by his humanity. It wasn't really about yeah. a business thing. It was just about yeah. who we were seeing as a human being and yeah, just being who he was. You know, just he was just very comfortable. This is who I am. And he just seemed to have this wonderful heart and this wonderful 
you know, because that that was yeah. it wasn't a business thing I was uh, drawn to. Well, well actually, yeah. that's one of the things I wanted to speak to. That's even though it's not a business thing, what we're speaking to is the humanity of people who have small businesses. That yeah. Is what, yeah. Exactly, like Jane, that's what you were drawn to. That's what Lachlan created in in his video. It was to talk about the humanity of the people that we connect with in those small businesses. That gentleman has worked hard, and the person who had yeah. the record shop has worked hard. And so yeah. right. we, have, we have one minute left, and Lachlan and Jane, can you give us for 30, second each, 30 seconds each, what, what what is the one thing you would like to leave people with who own businesses, because this segment is about small business and people connecting. What is the one thing each that you would like to leave people with on that? Well, I'd like Lachlan to have the last word, so I will just say that um, just, you know, if you believe in what you're doing and you believe what you're doing is providing a service for others, then, you know, you just need to find a way just to keep going, whatever that is. You just need to find a way. Yes. Go ahead, Lachlan. Yeah, and, and uh, what I would say is just uh, just know that there are people that love what you're doing and that depend on you for what you're doing and what you provide, and don't ever forget that. Don't mm-hmm. ever forget that. And when it gets really, really tough, remember us. That's what I'd say. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then closing out the, the closing out the show. I would like to say we would like to thank Jane for being on from New York, New York. And Lachlan, as usual, it's always amazing to have you on and to have you sharing with your Lunch for Lachlan series. And stay tuned. We'd love you you to go to the www.facebook.com forward slash Lachlan for President. If you're not sure how to spell Lachlan, it's L-A-U-G-H. L-I-N. Again, please like us on the Lachlan, uh, www.facebook.com forward slash Lachlan for President. We would also like you to visit the LachlanforPresident.com website. We will have there up shortly ways that you can get involved. Please email him directly there with any thoughts or opinions you have, and also to be a part of his campaign coming up as a, as a petitioner to support us in getting all the names we need to have for Lachlan. Lachlan is the candidate for the people of this country. Not just another word, but he is a candidate for the people of this country. Thank you, everyone, for being on the show. Woohoo! Thank you. Thank, thank you thank so you. much. Okay. okay, my darling. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye.